It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard, uh, Dennis and Brady. Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, Podcast. Uh, we'll have the picks coming up later on in the uh, the program. But uh, right now, we're going to try to dissect and uh, figure out what exactly is going on this week and what's up for grabs. And there's a lot up for grabs. As you mentioned on the last episode, there's a lot of teams that can win a, a league title this week or at least get a share with a lot of the matchups the following week being, I don't want to say foregone conclusions, but you're presuming that this is their toughest game left on the schedule. Uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. And the biggest one is going to be on Saturday, the one that's, I guess, the most up in the air with Mooney. But Crosslex and Almont's a big game. Port here on Northern has has, uh, some question marks after getting banged up. Uh, We'll have some interesting ones and and a few road games in the MAC that I don't love to see. (laughs) Like, you just look at it and you're like, I just don't feel good about it. Some I feel worse than others. So the question really this week uh, for us is, are we overthinking things or is there something to our madness? Yes, is there something to our madness? Because there's there's one game in particular, Dennis, that I've talked to you about that I look at and I just it just ugh, it gives me this the the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, and and here's the thing about it because it doesn't for me, but I've had games like that this year that didn't for you. Yeah, and so yeah, including maybe one this week. Yeah, in- including one this week. So we'll see how it all goes, and we'll start sorting it all out as we get the uh, program going in just a moment. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250 Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700 for all your real estate needs o'connor realty small enough to know you large enough to serve you 
Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Garrett Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Garrett Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Garrett Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref! That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, Dennis and uh, Brady. And uh, let's get this thing uh, rolling, Brady. Uh, I want to start at Memorial Stadium, this is a game that uh, we'll be broadcasting. Port Huron Northern is taking on Frazier. The Huskies are 5-0. and They're fresh off uh, the win over PH. Brick Fowler Trophy is uh, back at uh, Northern. Frazier's 1-4. and And bad. And, and and really bad the last two weeks. Like, they, they played close games the first three weeks of the season and you, then have just been throttled the last If you weeks. remember, Frazier was the team that was up 21-14 to 14 against a bad Warren Woods Tower team with five seconds to go and gave up a 99-yard touchdown run. Yeah. That's the same team we're talking about. Uh, they've beaten Sterling Heights 13-8. Yeah. That's their one win, which Sterling Heights went and beat Lance Cruz North last week. So make sense of that. Well, I mean – it's it's just the, the the bottom feeders in that league knocking each other off uh, right now. But f- for Northern, they've had about a flu through this week. I feel like a lot of teams have. I talking to coaches, it's just like even I've had a little something this week. I mean, I've never had. I don't remember a year where it's gone from like like they Mother Nature turned a switch and it went from summer to fall in a day. Yeah. And well, that, I mean, that's going to mess with people. I, I, we, we can't complain. This is week six of the football season. 
You knew cold weather was going to get here. You knew rain was going to get here. It's it's what it does in the fall in Michigan. And Friday's supposed to be a nice day. It's supposed to be 65 and sunny. Yeah, so uh, we, we've gotten a break weather-wise, which makes me think that the playoffs are going to be brutal. <laughs> We're uh, going to have a snowball in week two of the playoffs. But but we, we've, we've caught good weather here through two-thirds of the regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, so the uh, bout of the flu has come through. They should have everybody back from that. But that also means people miss practice time this week, things like that. But the big thing for them, Fletcher is still out. Mm-hmm. Dylan Bloink is going to miss this game. Ty Fletcher is going to be the quarterback. Ty has not had a start on on varsity. I think he's going to be okay. But as far I as- think this is a good team to play to get your first start as far as backups go and especially inexperienced backups is there really one in the area you like more than ty fletcher because there were people saying before the season like if bloink wasn't there he'd start and they'd feel confident about it yeah like it's not like a, oh no we have because i mean lincoln osterland we saw that happen with with marine city and he went in and did a good job but Ty Fletcher's a guy that won't just get the job done. We think he'll do a, a be a plus guy for for Northern. It might take him a little bit because hey, the first time you go into those bright lights, I don't care how ready you think you are, it, it's a much different view from under center than it is from the sideline. Yeah. And then I also found out that that Maximus Williams is out, and he's been their most sure-handed receiver this year. And he's, your favorite name to yeah, say? Yeah, and my favorite name to say. But he—he's the guy. He had five catches last week against PH. He's been doing stuff for them. So that's three pretty significant people not in your lineup. Again, I like that Fletcher gets to play Frazier in case next week he's got to play Mott. Right. I'd rather he get to play Frazier first than play Mott because here's the thing: Northern's defense will be able to handle Frazier. I think. Uh, and and that means Northern's offense can just keep it simple, score two or three touchdowns this week, and you're going to win a football game, and you're going to clinch at least a share of the MAC Blue Championship. Right. The defense, I mean, for Frazier, their offense has put up some points most weeks, but it's been between 13 and 21, and there hasn't And against been, weaker teams. Yeah, they, they put up 13 against PH, and I – don't know if all of that was against the starting defense, but I would be surprised if they got to double digits against Northern's defense. I just really would because I'm sorry, I just don't have a lot of respect for this year's Frazier team. Yeah, and I no. think Northern's going to at least be able to hang their hat on their defense. It might be an uglier one. It might be 19-6, to six, but guess what? You get a win under less than ideal circumstances. That's what championship teams do. Yeah, and and who knows? Uh, uh, maybe maybe Fletcher goes in there and does a great job and lights him up. I yeah. mean, that's also that that's as much a possibility as him struggling. Yes, yes. I think, like we said, as a backup goes, I'm confident he is one of the more capable ones in the area. He he certainly passes. I think I, I said. Uh, on the last show, he certainly passes the eye test. Yes, when you see him he warm looks up, like a he player. throws a good he ball. He throws a good ball, yeah. But it's different when you got a 200-pound person running at you at full speed. All right, PH has got to bounce back 
from the the, the northern loss, and they, they go will. on the road. Lance Cruz North is one and four this year, and their one win snapped a long losing streak for them. Um, Nor- Northern went up there uh, and played a sloppy game and beat them by three scores. Um, I, and I think PH will be motivated this week. They also like they know Northern's banged up and they know Northern's got Mott in two weeks and Mott has got some players back now. Uh, I found this out too that Mott had some guys out there in those weeks that they were losing football games. Those guys are back and they scored 40 on Frazier last week. So that suddenly becomes a tougher game. So PH is looking at it going, if somebody trips up Northern and we went out, we get a share of this thing. Right. And you got to put yourself in a position that should something happen. The other thing is, if PH wins out, depending on how the districts are drawn, and again, if you want to listen to all my mathology stuff that I stole from Snooze to You and Goose Poop, um, <laughs> go back on Tuesday's show. But if they went out, there's a chance they could host a playoff game along with Northern. Yes. We could have a Friday-Saturday doubleheader at Memorial Stadium if both teams went out. Now, it doesn't help you the next week if they both win because it's a home game for both teams anyways. Right. And they just would designate one team the home Yeah. Team. <laughs> Congratulations, Northern. You get to wear your blue uniforms yeah. this week. Uh, so, uh, I, again, I think it's important that, that PH2 get back on track, and I think this is a game that they'll get back on track. And now after seeing Gavin Troy uh, actually play and run wild on somebody, I'm kind of excited about him. Uh, and, and uh, again, I'm not down on the big reds because they lost to Northern last week. No, I'm not meaningless stat for you. This is the sixth straight week, or this is the fourth of six straight weeks that Northern plays a team with some shade of yellow in their colors. <laughs> so do with that what you will <laughs> do with that what you will. Marysville's on the road this week. They're at uh, Clintondale. The, the Vikings, to me, this is a must-win game for them, but I know that this is a game that you're a little uneasy with. I, there's, there's a multitude of factors. One, you're going to Clintondale. When you, the way you felt about going to Southlake, I kind of feel about going to Clintondale. Two, I don't know how it was a 22-20 game against Southlake for Clintondale. They lost, but they kept that game way closer than I expected. Is that because Southlake didn't play well? Is that because Clintondale did play good? Did they get guys back that they didn't have? Those are unknowns that I'm not sure about. The other thing, Marysville is banged up. They are hurting. They are going to be without some of their better players. I don't think Braden Turner is going to see the field. Uh, Noah Lavalley left the game against Marine City. How's his health? And maybe it's just my subconscious saying they lost this game a year ago at home. And maybe it was the score with Southlake. But this game gives me bad feelings in the pit of my stomach when I look at it. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying that it's uh, a slam dunk or that Marysville's going to go out there and roll them. But, uh, again... I watched how the Vikings have played this year against Elmont, and I watched how they played against You probably the have Lamphere. seen two best performances. Yeah, and, and I just have a hard time thinking Marysville loses this football game. Maybe they don't blow them out. Maybe they don't win 
by a big sexy score. But I just don't see it. And, and I also think for the kids that were there last year and for the coaching staff, they remember that they were supposed to beat Clintondale last year and it didn't happen at home. I think they want to go to Clintondale and, and put on a, a good showing. Uh, again, I don't quite know the injury situation and, and who is or isn't going to play. But Carter Sacucci, I think, can have a big game against Clintondale. And I think maybe this week that can be enough. Yeah, and is it anything to put weight into that it's sandwiched in between two rivalry games? That you had Marine City last week and you have St. Clair that, that, this coming week. Jeez, I wish I could get the words out of my mouth. <laughs> but is there any credence to that, that you, you sandwich it in between your two biggest games of the year and maybe it's the half let down, half look ahead spot, or am I overthinking that? You know, I don't know. I, I look at it for Marysville. You're now two and three. You need some wins. And you and, and you're going favored. to be you're the you're the favorite against Clintondale, no matter what you want to say. And they're going to be the favorite against St. Clair this year too. Unless something happens unexpected this week. Yes. Like St. Clair if they beat South, South Lake. If they beat South Lake, then that changes the tone of the game. But right now, I'd say Marysville's the favorite, and you're definitely the favorite against Lincoln. And if you can – they've gone loss, win, loss, win, loss. So the the pattern that means absolutely nothing says they're going to win. But you need to win these next three. Five and four should put you in the playoffs or to at least put you in a situation going to Port here on high in week nine. A win and you're definitely in scenario. Well, you, you if you want to be considered a team that can beat Port here in high, you'd better be on a three-game win streak when you get to that game. Yes. Yes, you, you better be at that spot because – because Portier and I is better than the next three teams. And here's playing. the thing. I hope I'm way off. There are times, Dennis, that we get bad feelings or you look at a game and something just doesn't feel right and you hope your your intuition's just off. And sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't for us. But this is one that I think Marysville is probably the better team. But that 22-20 to 20 score, holding South Lake to 22 points, just feels a little off to me. Well, let's hope there's something wrong with Southlake because they're coming right. to, to East China Stadium Friday night to take on a St. Clair team. Also, desperately in need of something positive. The The, the thing about the Lamphere loss, um, we know that St. Clair's offense has struggled, but their defense has been really good, and they gave up 42 points in that Lamphere game. I'm worried about the defense getting worn down in the second half of the season because that's the Saints' path to victory is keeping games close so that they don't have to score more than 20 points. And and here's the thing. The last four weeks, you're favored in one of those games, maybe two if Marysville is – if my – bad gut feeling is correct but even even so that's at best a a coin flip game so you're favored in the one game against hazel park and you're going to play south lake and then you're playing northern week nine those are going to be two tough games if you can beat south lake you one you get confidence and two that means you found the right buttons to push that maybe you can be on a three-game win streak going into the northern game well that's that's the thing a win for the saints as kind of bad as it's been a win for the Saints puts them three and three, and they're still in the hunt. And I think their same situation as Marysville, 
finish above 500 and you have a good chance really at being in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Marine City goes to Lampfear. They're both 4 and 1. Uh how do you feel about this game? I I actually like a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, "Oh, this is a tough game." Now that we're here, I kind of like Marine City in this one. Yeah, the the way I feel about this is if we were doing this game and going down in Lampfear and there was someone covering the Rams and they asked us how you we, that we would how the game's going to shake out, I'd be like, you're not going to like the answer. Because while the records are the same, Lampfears wins. Sterling Heights, Centerline, Clintondale, and St. Clair. I think Centerline has the best record. They're 3-2, and two, but they're all Mac bronze wins. So you deduce that St. Clair's now your best win, and we just talked about how the Saints have struggled. I don't. I just don't see how they beat Marine City. Marine City looked much better. And I just wanted to see that one clean game from Marine City that I hadn't seen all year. And I see it. I saw it against Marysville. Now just go down to Lamphere. Do what you do. Again, you don't have to make it 49 to 6 that I got so yeah. accustomed to a year ago. But if you beat them 35 to 14, I'm feeling good about it. Go down there, a true road win after going down to South Lake and winning that game by 17 points. Win this game by 17 points. I know it's very bad science, and I shouldn't do it this way, but... Oh, it's easy to say. Marysville Marysville beat Lamphere by 14, and Marine City beat Marysville by 28. I know that that's the transitive property. bad way to do it, but that does sit in the back of well my and it's a little and i guess it makes it less bad when it's been the last two weeks that it was two weeks ago that marysville beat lamphere and a week ago that lamphere or that the marine city beat marysville so yeah i get where you're going with that and it ne- doesn't always hold true i mean two years ago marysville and Fitz went to overtime and marine city beat them by four scores yeah and we all know what happened in the the 2020 game between those teams. Just, but go ahead. At, at Lampfear is the only concern. It being on turf makes me feel a little better because going from turf to grass sometimes makes it a little different. It gives a slight advantage to the team used to it. But Marine City practices on grass, so that wouldn't bother me as much. I just don't think Lamphere is ready to compete with the big boys. Hey, this ain't the bronze. Guess what? When you're playing the big boys in the silver – you're going to play some some good playoff teams where in the bronze, your next best competition is a team that's going to make the playoffs and get blown out in running time yeah. in the playoffs. Just real quick, uh, the rest of the MAC. Anchor Bay goes to Eisenhower this week. I thought Anchor Bay had a real nice performance last week and a loss to Romeo. Ike's 4-1, and one and they're good, but they had a close game with Stevenson last week. I know that's a big rivalry. The Mac Red's just stupid good. But We've said know, it uh, all, a I, bunch. I, I like Anchor Bay. I do, too. I, I but do. Ike's 4-1. Yeah, four yeah. Ike's they, probably going to win this game, but look for Anchor Romeo. Bay to be competitive again. I know. I just... Yeah, it's... You want to see someone new crash the party in the Mac yeah. Red because it's been the same five teams for my whole life. Uh, and uh, New Haven tries to make it two in a row. They'll host uh, Hazel Park this week. Hazel Park's not good, and you're feeling good off of a win. Again, congratulations to the Rockets. All right. Um, let's jump right to the to the BWAC. Um, we'll, we'll start with the non-league game. Armada's got Wyoming. 
So what I know about Wyoming, and maybe we can break the BWAC up because I feel like we'll talk a lot about Almont, Cross, Lex, because that one's interesting, but, yeah, we can slip this one in. Uh, Wyoming's 0-5. They're a bigger school, but they're not Hamtram. Like, don't expect this to be like Hamtramck yeah. where, oh, they have 1,200 kids, but they're terrible. Um, Wyoming's an interesting team. Uh Oh and five, but if the teams they play, I forgot the the, the nowhere besides us and Armada and Wyoming know this game is being played. Like if you look for a record of this game being played online, it doesn't exist. They play in the Ottawa Kent Green, which is basically the West Side and Grand Rapids version of the MAC. Uh, but the teams in that league are good. You have Muskegon Mona Shores. You have Zeeland West, Zeeland East, Muskegon High. Uh, those are all really good teams. They're 0-5. They've lost to Forest Hills Northern, Northview, Grand Rapids Union, Muskega, Mona Shores, and Reese Puffer. Yeah, they're bigger. It's going to be a nice win for Armada. Whenever a D5 beats a school that's twice their size, that's a big program win. And again, could flip home field advantage come playoff time. I think this was a school that combined or consolidated because – their first year of having a school was 2012. Okay. So I think there was something there, but I hey, good for Armada for getting them to come to your place on a Friday. Yeah. I don't know how they pulled that off, <laughs> but like I figured they'd at least play Saturday or Thursday. I know they kept the officials from that were assigned for the Algonac game, but hey, you got this one Friday night. They're basically going to get out of school and immediately get on a bus and leave. All right. Uh, Yale's at Imlay City, and uh, Yale doesn't want uh, any more, um, you know, close but no cigar like they got last week against Crosslex. They want results. This is a team they can get results against. Um, Yale should beat Imlay City, and it should be by a fair margin. And this is a Yale football team, Brady. How serious are we about them being a playoff team? And this is the first time they've been a decided favorite since the Annapolis game. Yeah, because Richmond, they were. I mean, you had them favored. We picked. I picked against them. I so was one against three. It, it was. That, it was that week. But I mean, I I still think we all thought it would be a close game. I I don't think even you thought it was going to be thirty six to seven. I mean, that was. No, I thought that, it was going to be forty to seven. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, it, it was a drubbing, though. And you talk about going down the stretch. Yale went through the gauntlet early. They don't have to play any more of the the, the big teams in, in the BWAC outside of Almont. Their last four games, MLA City. Next week they have off against Algonac, uh, so they get a win there. Almont week eight, Lutheran North week nine. They have a very real and, and – good possibility of having a winning football team. Yeah, so uh, worst-case scenario, uh, as long as they take care of business this week, worst-case scenario, they're 4-4 four and four going into week nine. Yes. Because it's automatic they're getting a win yeah. against Algon. And that puts you at a winning record unless they find a game at the 11th hour. And then that Elmont game looks, depending on what happens this week, looks a little more interesting, doesn't it? Well, I mean, record-wise, the two teams will be about the same. But, but again, I look at what Elmont is going through right now. 
they are in a, a gauntlet where they're playing murderer's row in the BWAC, and it's turned out, at least in the first two meetings, they weren't quite as good. They're a step short. But, but they only lost by four points to Armada last week. So, Elmont is not a bad and football they, team. And it was a one-score game in the third quarter against North Branch. So, I, I'm, I'm saying Elmont's probably still going to be the favorite. Right, the but, hey, when you get a bunch of kids believing, that makes a whole lot of difference. Because yep. you know they didn't go. There was... About 50 people that believe Yale had a chance against Crosslex last week, and they were all in a Yale uniform. There, There is an old saying that uh, a hockey coach told me once, Stan Droya. He's like, it's not always who you're playing, it's when you're playing them. Mm-hmm. Some nights, really good teams have an off night. Some nights, teams that you don't expect much from play their best. Right. And I think we kind of had a combination of that last week. And Yale almost got a big-time signature win. But Crosslex escaped, uh, and they're all right. You want to talk about them next or North Branch next? Let's do North Branch Richmond. Okay. And, yeah, we can do that. And then maybe we have a little tease before the next segment with Crosslex out. Okay. Just just to make the people wait a little longer. (laughs) Um, But North Branch Richmond, North Branch is rolling. And, you know, Richmond is 3-2, and but it's the inverse of Yale. They had their easier games early in the season. They got to three and two, and they have Murderer's Row coming up. And it starts with North Branch before they have Almont and Armada. North Branch is just looking really good this year. Um, the Hamtramck week was a bye in all but practice. Um, they, I guess they fumbled their opening kickoff. And then Hamtramck scored, and that was the end of the good times for the Cosmos. <laughs> yeah. uh, but when I saw them play Almont, they were surgical. You look, only 34 points. They only had the ball six times. And the one time they didn't score was because Will Damasca fumbled on a run that actually would have been a first down. And we talked about it before. Fumbles and turnovers are great, but they're not sustainable. So when that happens, it wasn't anything it just fumbles happen yeah. and it happened in that game otherwise north branch maybe scores goes six for six scoring touchdowns richmond's going to have their hands full going up to north branch They're, they are going to be physical and they are going to be ready to go because north branch also knows they're getting ready for a tough stretch they have to go to armada and then they host Crosslex, and then they play a, a three rivers team that i know nothing about besides that they're three and two in in week nine yeah and, and for for richmond like survive these next three weeks because you got clintondale at the finish line and we think four and five can get them in the playoffs. If you can find a way to steal one of these. Like, I know, hey, if, if you're in Richmond coaching staff, if you're a Richmond player, you want to win every one of those. Yeah. But for us, if they come out of these three games and they can steal one of them, then you beat Clintondale, you're five and four, you're in the playoffs for sure. For sure. And whichever game you win, I don't care which of the three it is, that ups your stock a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I, I even think because North Branch, Almont, and Armada are going to win more than they lose going out, that I, I think Richmond might have enough if they can get that fourth win. Yeah, right now, I mean, since I did the, the, the playoff tier thing, four and five gives you a little less than a 50% chance to get in. Five would do it for sure. They've got uh, a pattern here that they need to snap this week. 
Um, week one, they got a shutout and won. Mm-hmm. Week two, they gave up 61 points. Week three, they got uh, they should have had a shutout. They give up six points and win. Week four, they give up 36 points. Week five, they get a shutout. Now we go to week six, and we know what North Branch is averaging points-wise this season. Right, and, and, and Swash has been such a nice player for North Branch. Like, he's a guy that was hurt a lot of last year. Um, I mean, Will Damasco runs that offense. Uh, they have some good players. If Blake Esselink is back, that would be something to really help against North Branch's offense. But, uh, yeah, six points against in three wins, 97 points against in two losses. It is a pattern. So we'll we'll see how that uh, works out. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, still one more game left in the BWAC to talk about. It's a game Brady's going to see on uh, Friday night. Then we'll uh, run through the uh, thumb. Uh, Mooney has a big game this week, and there's some interesting matchups uh, on the eight-man front as well. That's all coming up. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood, or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. 
Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton. Um, let's finish up the BWAC uh, the game that you're going to be at Friday night is uh, Croslex against Elmont. Elmont's lost the last two weeks. Croslex got a scare last week. So these are two teams where we feel like there's questions, but are there really questions? These are two good football teams, and this is going to be a challenge. Well, one of the questions is going to be how healthy is each side? Because both sides last week did not have one of their better ball carriers, Bryce Furman for Almont, Belly Grappi for Croslex. Whether either of them will play Friday, I don't have the answer to that. Still, the key for Almont is going to be can they slow down Croslex's offense, but more importantly, can they keep the ball and run their offense against a Croslex defense that was not happy with how last week went? giving up 29 points, right? It was 29, yeah. 32, 29. Yeah, they're not happy about that. So they're going to be a little peeved. And if Almont can hold on to the ball and win the, the time of possession battle, they, they will have a chance. But it's it's going to be tough against Croslex's defense, who is mostly healthy. Yeah, uh, the my concern always when I talk about Almont, Almont is fast. But they're a little bit on the smaller side, and Croslex is just so big, Brady, that I feel like they can bully Elmont. But then, you know, I get that that, that Marysville-Lamphere game. Lamphere was way bigger than Marysville, and Marysville's little guys gave them fits. Right. They, uh, especially the, the defense, like they, it, it was a big disparity. The, the offensive line to the Marysville defensive line. But those guys were in the backfield the whole game. So, like, with that still in my mind, I'm like, because Elmont is good. 
but Crosslex is just so damn big. Yeah. That's what separates them from everybody else that I watch them play because you just can't ignore it. No. Like Armada is big and Crosslex makes them look small. Yeah. How about this for a stat? Uh, Almont in their first three games, 35 points, 44 points, could have been 1,000, 42 points. In their two games against North Branch and Armada, 14 points and 10 points. Almont had over 300 yards of offense last week, but they couldn't punch the ball in. Can Croslex keep that total low? Because let's be honest, you have to score more than 14 points if you're going to beat Croslex. Yeah, and, you're not and, holding that offense down. And and that's like you, you make an interesting point there because think about Almont. They get a lot of scoring plays on where they break away because right. they, they have the speed and they get that breakaway. They get those long-distance touchdowns. That's how they scored against North Branch. And, and then when you get into tight quarters and you get inside the 10, you know, they're a little bit smaller and Crosslex is a whole lot bigger. Can you, can you get the ball into the red zone and finish? Can I call this a weather game? That if the forecast stays true and it's 65 and sunny, that significantly benefits Croslex. And if the forecast changes and it becomes 52 and rainy, that that is well in Almont's favor, even though we've seen Croslex play bad weather football, that if they have if Almont has to defend everything, they could be in trouble. But if you can focus in on just stopping the run, you might have yeah. a little bit of an advantage. Yeah, being able to throw the ball will, will be a big help to Croslex in, in this game um, because of the belly grappy situation the uncertainty of of his health if you've got belly grappy back there i don't care what the weather is but if you don't have him back there then weather favors almont yeah it's almont's a team that really needs this win because they have richmond and yale coming up uh after these two to finish out BWAC play they're they're going to be favored but those aren't slam dunks and then goodrich in week nine and goodrich is a Good team. They're four and one, and their only loss was to Frankenmuth. But as I said before, if you're th- if you're worried about the Raiders in the playoffs, they might already have clinched a playoff spot because everyone they've played is bigger than them, and all the points they get, they're going to be in the D six playoffs. Yeah. All right. Uh, the other really big game this week is Cardinal Mooney and Clarkston Everest East China Stadium Saturday at one. The bottom line is a trip to the prep bowl be, because Mooney's not going to lose to Cabrini. No. And Everest no. is not going to lose the two league games that they have left after the Mooney game. So the winner of this game is going to win the league. Yes. Or at least it'll be a share if – oh, yeah, because, yeah, no, Everest is undefeated, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're 2-0. Mooney, Mooney started a week before That's everybody else right. with league play, and they're going to finish a week before Which doesn't make else. sense. There's six teams. Like, why? Well, anyway. the, the coach told me they're flipping that next year, and the Liggett game will be in week seven that, instead of in week three. That's weird. But anyway. It's just the way it worked out because they're playing who Whitmore Lake or yeah, somebody. Yeah, week eight. Yeah, that, and they, they had to do it. You know, and the schedule just worked out. They played the Liga game early this year. All right. Well, anyway, um, that would be week eight. But Mooney, you haven't been to the Prep Bowl in any of these kids' lives. None of these kids remember Cardinal Mooney ever being in the Prep Bowl. You have a great opportunity to get there. 
It's going to you're going to have to knock off one of the Catholic League I2's Titans. I mean, Clarkson Everest basically blocks off week 9 and says, "Yeah, we'll be in the prep bowl." They have only lost in their history in this league two league games and they've only lost to one team, Royal Oak Shrine was the two games that they've lost. So they've never lost to Mooney or Liggett or Cabrini or anybody with Lakes, anybody else that's ever been in that league. They they've beaten um it it it's time for Mooney to step up and do this and the, their take is if they don't do it this year, they don't know when the next chance is going to be to do it. Well, and the last time Everest lost a league game was 2018. And that Saturday, you're going to have the best player on the field. You're going to have a great collection of players. It's it, it's your time, and if, like you said, if you don't do it now, when's it going to happen? No time like the present. Yeah, slay that dragon. But I really think this is going to be a, a good football game. And guess what? Everest is going to make plays. Yes, it's not going to be like Lakes. It's not going to be a roll over and die type of game. They think that they are going to come in and spoil your party. Take care of business. Don't let one bad play, maybe a turnover, a long touchdown for Everest, get in your head because you they are just as good as Everest and they deserve to be in the spot and you win this game and you damn sure deserve to be in the prep bowl. And um, I, I don't know, Brady, but, but I'm going to make this statement. This is the week where somebody else on Mooney might have to be the guy that gets you over the top because Everest knows about Brendan Hazen later, and I think their focus will be you're going to have to have somebody else beat us because we're going to put 13 guys in the box and stop Brendan Hazen later. It sure or be try nice. to. It should be nice to, um, to see a healthy Ryan Trombley make a big play, yep. have Cam Spezia make a big play. Kyle Miyake played last week, didn't he? Yep. Have him have a big catch. It would all be really nice to see, wouldn't they? Yeah. So, um, I, I just think this is going to be a really fun game. I think so, too. And in case you're just curious on who it looks like uh, Mooney might possibly play in the prep bowl, uh, it's still yet to be very much decided, but Bishop Foley's 5-0 and overall and 2-0, and obviously, in intersectional one play well you know who i'll be rooting for yes yes you do (laughs) it won't be fully (laughs) so that's uh well that's it for the the catholic league let's move up to the thumb yeah ugly is at cass city this week the bearcats are five and oh and have yet to be challenged by anybody in the gtc's that doesn't change this week cass city's all right ugly is otherworldly i mean it's just they're going to go to Cassidy, and I know Cassidy's technically this could. If Cassidy wins this game, they would be in line for a league title. But I don't. That's think, not happening. No, I just Ubley's just so damn good. They've given up twenty nine points this year. Yeah, through five games. Yeah, Har- Harbor Beach goes to Sandusky. Uh, you got a four and one team against a one and four team, uh, and and Beach bounced back. Very nicely and after getting and again by Ubley. I think Beach is a really good team. I just think Ubley's a great team, and I think there is a big gap, and I think Harbor Beach is on an island in second place with Ubley way in the distance ahead of them and everyone else way in the distance behind them. 
Uh, and also, Marlette is a heavy favorite going to Memphis. Get that win, get you to four and two, and you're really looking at a at a good chance of back to back playoff years for the first time since thirteen and fourteen. Now, there's uh, there's three particular games that I want to talk about in uh, eight man. The first is in the uh, the Stars five and zero Kingston against three and two Deckerville. Uh, Kingston's right now in the driver's seat because they've already beaten Oakland Christian, who That's just beat Deckerville. Way. Last uh, week, so uh, and Deckerville's dangerous and they're good, but they don't seem to be that powerhouse team that they've been in the past. No, and Deckerville's a really uh, or Oakland Christian is a really good team, and Kingston getting that win is really impressive. Uh, Kingston's had two weeks to prepare for this since Flint International doesn't have a team, and they their closest win was the uh, yeah the Oakland Christian game where they won by eighteen. Yeah, and Oakland Christian's good, and I know the game might not have been as close as the score indicates, but this would be a a game that. I think Deckerville's the underdog, and I believe it's been 35 years since Kingston's beaten Deckerville in football. Wow. So we have a team on the opposite side of the the streak. Yeah. They're trying to keep that going. I'd have to double-check, but I believe it has been 35 years and, since and it's probably, Kingston's And it's probably been that long since Kingston's been the favorite in this game, too. Yeah, <laughs> probably, because Deckerville's just been that good. All right, after a rough start, North Huron lost their first two games, but now they've rattled off three straight victories, and they look like the North Huron of the last couple of years. Peck lost big in week one to Brown City, but they've had four pretty easy wins since. Peck and North Huron, it's a big rivalry. The game's in Peck. This could be a really good football game. Yes, it could. Yes, it could, and Peck's been rolling lately. And if you get to five and one, now you're starting to build some confidence, thinking maybe bigger and better than than the uh, just the the NCTL stripes. Then you can start thinking maybe what can we do in the postseason? Because your only loss is week one to a Brown City team that surprise is actually pretty darn good. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of uh, Brown City, took one on the chin for the first time. Let's see how they rebound. Another tough game this week as they're on the road at Britain Deerfield. That's a long drive. Yeah. Uh, Deerfield is three and two, but this is a team that's again had a little bit of playoff success. Uh, I know last year they knocked Deckerville out. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, so Brown City again will be tested. They're one and one right now in the big test games. They could come out of this uh, with with a winning record, and, and I still believe that this Brown City team is not somebody you want to meet in a playoff game. No, 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 no. They know where they need to get better at, and they really want to bounce back to to, to work their way to another shot against Martin. By the way, real quick, the, the Kingston-Deckerville thing, uh, Deckerville's 24-1 and all time. Wow. The one win came in 1987 where Kingston beat Deckerville 9 to 3. Wow. Yeah, 1987. Yeah. I graduated in 86, Brady. Yeah. And I'm old. That's how long ago it's been <laughs> since Deckerville's lost to Mayville. All right, just a couple other games. Or Kingston, sorry. Yeah, just a couple other games here and then we got to bring in uh, coach Shunk and do the picks. Uh CPS is home to Bay City All Saints this week. Both teams are two and three. 
I think this uh, could be a fun game. Yep. Uh, Merritt is going to beat Caseville, and that'll be four straight for Merritt after an 0 2 start. Uh, and uh, then KPAC won't have a game this week because International isn't playing. Apparently not. Yeah. Apparently not. So. But this is a good week for KPAC to get an automatic win and to kind of regroup after a couple of tough weeks after just a really great start to their season. Right. All right, Coach Eric Schunk will join us, and we'll do the picks next here on the uh, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 this is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I'm supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year. Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. 
Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And welcome back to the Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Time for the picks, Dennis. Before we get into the picks and our guest this week, do you want to go over the records from last week? Uh, well, I went 9-1 and one and the rest of you are a bunch of losers. <laughs> well, yeah, you've been killing I'm it this 46 year. Forty-six and four this year, which is very impressive. And I'm going to brag about it now because I know a bad week is coming. Yes, you <laughs> went nine and one. We had two people go ten and zero. Oh. We had David and Bob go te- not Bob with an e at the end. Bob go okay. ten and zero. Oh. In the picks last week and chasing you, you have a couple guys, uh, just a couple games back. Three are 44 and six, Robert, Sean and Tyler, 44 and six. Dennis, you can't get comfortable. This will be a fun week for the picks. We have Marysville basketball coach Eric Shunk with us. Let's not waste any time. It's time for the picks. Fakes the handoff, rolls out near side. He has pressure from behind. He's hit, ball comes out into the hands of a Mariner and into the end zone. Touchdown, Marine City. Quick hitter this time, and it's Furman with Rome. Down the far sideline to the 10, to the 5, and he is into the end zone. I don't know what we're yelling about. Damasca cuts up, slips one tackler near the goal line, and touchdown, North Branch. Will Damasca just got over the line. Espinosa rolling out, throwing man wide open. It's Gonzalez. They got him this time. He'll make the catch, and he's into the end zone for a pioneer touchdown. All right, what did Bo Callahan do? He didn't know about the $100 bill, Sonny. He lied. Hand off Conan. He plows his way to the three, to the two, across the goal line. Touchdown, Tigers. He'll start from his own one-yard line. Up ahead to the five, to the 10, 15. He's hit. The ball comes loose. Scramble for it. Vikings football. And Bloink, straight drop, setting up a screen pass. Complete to Prone. He's got room. 20, 15, 10, 5, into the end zone for a Husky touchdown. Up the middle, Hazenlayer. He's got room to work. 45, 40, 35, 25. Good night, Brendan Hazenlater into the end zone. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And the man with us today, Marysville basketball coach Eric Shunk. Coach, thanks for coming on with us and being our guest picker this week. All right, thank you. Not a problem. I appreciate the reaching out and let's see if I can guess some things right. All right, let's not waste any time. Let's see how well you can do because the guests... Dennis are the defending champs. Their crown is in turmoil. Oh, they're struggling. But they they need to make room up. You want to give us the standings before we get going? Well, I'm 46 and four. Uh, The people are 42 and eight. They're in second place. Uh, Brady at 41 and nine, hanging in there, fighting. Uh, Our guests have struggled this year, 38 and 12, and coming off a seven and three week last week. Yeah, you're gonna have to pick up the slack, Chunk. So let's. So you mean all those picks that you sent me? 
over to where I should pick. I think there might be some sabotage here. Yeah, I don't think there needs to be any sabotage. Let's start in the BWAC where Wyoming, yes, the Wyoming from the west side of the state comes in to take on Armada. This was the Algonac game that got canceled. Armada found an opponent. Eric Schunk, we start with you. Who wins this game? Armada, the way too long of a bus ride. Okay, I like it. Tennis Stucky, over to you. Uh, Armada wins this football game. Uh, why? I think Wyoming's 0-5. Yeah, Wyoming is 0-5. They are a bigger school, so I don't think it'll be a roll-over-and-die type situation like you might think just looking at the records. But Armada has a big week next week against North Branch. This is a big game not just in terms of beating a bigger school, but in terms of playoff points. This game could be the difference between going on the road for a district final and hosting a district final. Give me the Tigers. The people agree, 100% of the people on Armada to win this. We'll stay in the BWAC, go over to MLA City where the Spartans look for win number one as they bring in the Yale Bulldogs. Dennis Stuckey, Bulldogs, almost had the upset this week. They getting the win this one? Well, they're the favorite, so it won't be an upset, but Yale will win. Garrett Grumman's doing a good job out there. He's getting you know, the numbers up. He's getting kids believing. And winning helps. He's going to win this week. Bulldogs go to three and three. Eric Shunk, clean sweep. Yeah, zero five is tough to overcome against a team that wants the game. So Yale. Yale is the people's pick as well. Another hundred percent of the people picking Yale. So it's been a clean sweep so far. But here's a now we get into a couple tougher ones. The Richmond Blue Devils at three and two go up to North Branch to take on the undefeated Broncos. North Branch coming off a big win over Hamtramck. Richmond fighting for their playoff lives. This is the first of three really tough games. I'll get us started. North Branch is 5-0. They have a home game. They're going to be 6-0. Give me the Broncos. Eric Schunk. Spread might be too big on that one. I'm going to have to go with North Branch. All right, over to Dennis Stuckey. Yeah, uh, North Branch at home is going to score. Uh, and uh, Richmond isn't going to score enough. North Branch will win this one. And the people agree. 96% of the people are on North Branch to take down Richmond. Let's go to the final game in the BWAC. The Almont Raiders in the southwest corner of the BWAC go to the northeast corner of the BWAC where they go and try to knock off Croslex. Croslex had a scare last week, Dennis. They almost lost in overtime. They survived. Now they bring in an Almont team looking to avoid losing their third loss in a row. Uh, Eric Schunk, over to you. Get us started. Almont or Croslex? Gotta go with Croslex. Dennis Stuckey, they are pretty good. Do they move to 6-0? and Yeah, you know, the this is a tricky game, but I think Croslex is a little embarrassed. So I think they'll be very motivated. I also think that they're going to take Elmont very seriously. Uh, and uh, Elmont has dropped their last two, albeit to really good teams. I think Crosslex wins this one. Well, the thing about winning the game you almost lose in a look-ahead game, you're now at the game you were looking ahead to, and you're right. I think it's it's sometimes a good thing to get a little kick in the pants uh, mid-season to remind, hey, you're not, you're not superhuman. You can lose to anyone. Give me Croslex. The people agree 97% on Croslex to win. Before we go to the MAC, let's take a pit stop down at East China Stadium for a Saturday game. Clarkson Everest never has lost to Cardinal Mooney. 
Cardinal Mooney hasn't been to the Prep Bowl in two decades. None of these kids were alive last time they were in the Prep Bowl. Dennis Stuckey, you'll be on the call for this one. Does Cardinal Mooney clinch a spot in the Prep Bowl? Talk to Joe Cannell this week. He says if it doesn't happen this year, it's not meant to happen. Mooney's going to win. This game has been circled with a red marker since it started. They're going to beat Everest for the first time. It's going to be a dogfight. It's not going to be easy. But they knock off Everest, and they cash their ticket to the prep bowl. Eric Schunk. I think I've been waiting to say this since I got on here. Not so fast. Oh! I'm going with Clarkson Everest on this one. The history is due to repeat itself. They are 7-0 all time, although you are on an island by yourself. (laughs) The people agree 87%. Picking Cardinal Mooney to beat Clarkston Everest. Let's take a now. Let's go to the MAC, where at East China Stadium the night before South Lake will be taking on the Saint Clair Saints. I'll get us started. South Lake's four and one. Saint Clair's two and three. Until Saint Clair's offense proves to me that they can put up points, South Lake's offense can give me the Cavaliers on the road to go to five and one. Eric Shung. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with South Lake on that one. Dennis Stuckey? Uh, much like Croslex, Southlake won last week in a game that was a lot closer than everybody thought it should be. I think that they will be extra motivated, and St. Clair is just struggling to score. Give me Southlake. People agree 94% of the people picking Southlake over St. Clair. Let's go to Clintondale, where Eric Shunk's Marysville Vikings are licking their wounds after a loss to Marine City, trying to get back to 500, trying to get in a playoff push mode. Eric Shunk, get us started. Do your Marysville Vikings go to Clintondale and get the win? Going to Clintondale, no matter what the sport is, usually interesting when you go down there. But I tell you what, our kids are fired up. We're coming off that rivalry loss, and they want to get back on track before homecoming. So I got Vikings with the big one. Dennis Stuckey. I view this as a must-win game for Marysville, so they're going to come through and get the victory. This game scares me a lot. Uh, Marysville was beat up at the end of that game, and you mentioned Southlake played a close game. That was against Clintondale. 22-20, Southlake escaped. Part of this is because I want to hedge my happiness, and part of this is I need to get a game on you. I'm going to take a risk, and I'm going to take the Dragons at home. They got them a year ago. I'm afraid it's going to happen again, so give me Clintondale. The people disagree. 87% taking the Marysville Vikings. On the road again in the MAC, the Marine City Mariners are 4-1. They'll go to Lamphere, who is 4-1. Dennis Stuckey, you've seen Lamphere play. Do they have a chance against Marine City? Sure, they have a chance, but Marine City's going to beat them. Yeah, I don't have much else to say. Uh, Marine City looked as good as they had all year last week, and I think they know Lamphere's improved. This is essentially for the Max Silver title. Marine City prints those like money. Give me Marine City in another Max Silver championship. Eric Schunk. Yeah, I was thinking that too. People were talking about Marine City might not be as good or whatever, but they got the championship knocked on the door. I don't think they're going to let it slip late in the and the people agree, 90% of the people on the Mariners. There is a small Lamphere contingency, which wouldn't be the biggest upset, but still would be an no. upset. Speaking of what would be a big upset, Port on High, after losing a tough, hard-fought rivalry game, goes to Lance Cruz North. I'm not even going to waste any time with an explanation. Port on High bounces back and wins. Lance Cruz North isn't good. Port on High is, and their two losses are to two undefeated teams. Eric Schunk. Dennis Stuckey? You know I'm going Big Reds. 
and there isn't a single person that disagrees. 100% of the people picking Port here on high. And now our last game, which might be the mo one of the most boring ones to pick, one in four, Frazier comes to Memorial Stadium for what seems like Northern's a thousandth home game in a row. They've gone on the road once this year, and Frazier is coming into town. Eric Schunk, it, are, are the Huskies are a little banged up, but do they stumble against Frazier? Dennis Stuckey, you'll wow. be on the call for this one. And I have some inside information. Three big names out for Northern for this game. Mm. And they're still going to win comfortably. Yeah, Frazier's just not good. I was hoping they'd be a little more competitive in the Mac Blue. They're not. And Northern's going to survive this week. They'll go to 6-0. Give me Northern. And again, 100% of the people picking port here on Northern at home. If they stumble, this isn't where it's at. So... Those are the picks, Dennis. There was a couple, uh, couple conflicts there. You want to go over that real quick before we send them home? All right. Well, uh, not in the order that we picked them, but in the order I've got them listed on <laughs> on my page here. Uh, Coach goes with Everest, uh, and th this uh, this is a fifty fifty game for me. I went with my heart, and I went with Mooney, and you went with Mooney. Yep. Um, but yeah, the uh, best player on the field. Yeah. Uh, then we're all the same that Armada is going to win. We're all the same that Yale is going to win. We're all the same North Branch. Crosslex, we all took South Lake. Uh, Brady went with Clintondale over it's Marysville. Just a gut feeling, and if I'm wrong, I'll be happy to be wrong. Okay, because uh, I think you're going to be wrong. I, I think what happened last week, South Lake wasn't taking Clintondale seriously. Um, Marine City is a clean sweep. So are Northern and uh, PH. So the the only differences was you uh, going against Marysville, a former Maryville, Mary, oh, Marysville guy. Shame, <laughs> shameful. Just uh, wait till basketball season. And coach and coach Sean Cohn with Everest. All right, remind everyone where we're going to be at this weekend. Uh, I'll be at the Northern Fraser game on Friday. Down goes Fraser. I hadn't said. It I like was this week. waiting for that one. Uh, uh, you will be at the uh, Elmont uh, Crosslex game on Friday yep. night. Interested in seeing that. And then uh, on Saturday, uh, one o'clock kickoff from East China Stadium for that Mooney Everest game. Uh, and basically. Uh, my two games, if Mooney wins, they're league champs. And if Northern wins, they're league champs. And Croslex would be in a really good spot to win Cro a league title. If now, they, they still got North Branch on the dial, too, and yes, they've they got to get through this Almont game. Yes, well. they do. Coach Shung, thank you so much for, for hopping in and joining us. We appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.